Hey, this is Joshua Budich, and you're listening to the Master of One podcast. You can check me out at joshuabudich.com or at jbudich on Instagram. Welcome to another episode of the Master of One podcast, the podcast that went to your best friend's wedding just so it could object. Part one this week, we talk about UX and UI design, mad dogs, and the death of Disney Infinity. I'm Andrew, your master of art and design. I'm Patrick, your master of television and film. And I'm Luke, your master of toys and games. So smash that cake into the face of the one you love, because this episode's about to get hitched. Is that almond frosting? kick every episode off by telling you guys what's coming up this week so you can be prepared for all the upcoming releases. Patrick, what do you have for us? Nakatomi. I love mysteries, and I loved tube-shaped objects, so it makes sense that I love the Nakatomi (laughs) mystery tube sale. It's happening today at 2 p.m. Andrew's time, which is central time, so that's 3 p.m. me and Luke's time, which is the rest of the world's time. Uh, the tubes, they're $50 a piece. They're cu- guaranteed five prints. One's a tube exclusive. 75% of the tubes will have test prints. So they're test um, tubes? Yep. And then, now here's what's cool. One of the tubes, they call this the mailman will hate you tube, will have, um, it will include Palms every <laughs> everything they currently have in print. Anthrax. They said... Last time they did this, that it was over a hundred prints that went out. So one person is going to get the it's the every one they currently have a print of tube, which would be amazing. Also, they do have some bonus prints. They have some bonus pieces um, from Unreal Estate that they didn't release. Those are Tim Doyle's. They have some bonus pieces from Budich. Um and then they have one. That is a Akira print by Tyler Stout, and they say that we picked this up from an ex Mondo draft or Alamo Drafthouse employee, and they're just giving it away. They said that this print alone sells for over sixteen hundred dollars, and one Holy of the tubes crap. is going to have that. So, fifty dollars a tube, you're guaranteed at least five prints, but you could also get a hundred prints, or you could get a Tim Doyle or a Budich, or you could get this Tyler Stout. Um, man, it just sounds like a good deal. So the link is is going to be up on the website. Uh, just go to Nakatomi again, two p.m. Central. You know, go in with your friend tomorrow, and purchase... right on Wednesday. No, no, it's on Tuesday, the oh, day on... that you okay. the day that you are so listening to this. It is today. If you want to go in with one of your friends and split the two, because then if you get a hundred prints in, you can just split them fifty fifty. So literally. So anyway, that's it. That was a long one, but there we go. Andrew. How much is it, did you say? 50 bucks. Oh, that's nothing. You were laughing at my tube joke the yeah. entire time I was well, saying the all the thing. pertinent I'm information. Gonna sound like the, I'm going to sound like the immature idiot. While Luke was laughing silently, he had leaned far back from his mic and was cracking up for 90% of your, of your update. And I'm the only one sounding like an idiot. Um, and yeah, so there's also some other stuff coming up as well. 
<laughs> Great segue. <laughs> you like that? Um, Angry Birds comes out this Friday. So uh, Jason Sudeikis, Josh Gad, uh, a whole myriad of people. Um, and uh, it's going to be – I'm really excited for it. It's going to be fun, a fun one to take Cooper to. And I think uh, he's old enough to get the jokes. And um, and Chandra and I are excited about it. And then also um, today, May 17th, you have a chance to finally pick up – if you didn't pre-order, you have a chance to pick up on Amazon Aaron Draplin's book – pretty much everything um and so uh mine should be in the mail later today i'm really excited about it uh luke yours is coming in as well did yep. you ever pre-order one patrick so the the story is mckinsey got me one for my birthday got me a signed copy of it and i am waiting for it yeah so. i didn't know if you knew that so i didn't want to like listen she it. told me and i already i already cried and uh and now i just can't wait to get it that's weird. So, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> you can buy that online. Uh, it's DDC, pretty much everything. I'm really excited to get it in my hands. Um, that's all that's coming up that we know of. Let us know if there's anything that we missed. I'm sure that there is. Um, just drop us a line on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, on the Slack line, whatever, and just let us know because we want to share with the world um, what is coming up and what's uh, what people can jump into. All right, speaking of jumping into things, let's go around the table. Luke, what's happened to you this week? Uh, man, it's been a busy week. Um, we had a bunch of shoots, uh, for work, which is awesome because that means money, which is good, but, um, it's been just nonstop and the, the boys are winding down from school this, this week. Um, so it's, it's been crazy times at my house, but, um, I got, when I say I, I guess, I mean me and, uh, Matt, um, for our business, we got a new camera. And it is freaking awesome. We, so we got uh, we shoot medium format photography. We shoot architecture and product photography. And medium format is a larger sensor size, way higher resolution than traditional full frame 35 millimeter cameras. And we got a new camera. We got uh, Phase One XF 100 megapixel camera. And holy crap, it's freaking gorgeous. Uh, the images are awesome. And so I've been playing around with that this week. So what does that mean? Like, what 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 does that mean? So 100 megapixels, I mean, it obviously means the photos are huge. Like, one photo will will cl- take up your entire yeah. hard drive. So but besides now we, that. Now we work with PSBs instead of PSDs. Photoshop big files. Are you serious? Yeah. So for shooting architecture stuff, we're usually stacking a bunch of different exposures on top of each other. And... Um, like an exterior shot would be like maybe 20 pictures, different exposures for different angles and, or, you know, different light values and up to like 20 gig file size now for a, a, a PSB. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, a hundred megapixel, I mean. Do those usually mostly just get saved down to like PNGs that are like 1500 pixels for, wide to go on people's right, websites? Right, for web it's usually a JPEG that's like, you know, pretty good. Like eighty percent quality. That's you know, forty yeah. megabytes. What does a camera like this cost? Enough. Like just the body for the camera. Just, it's like the price of a car, of a nice car. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. So you guys, as a business, actually purchased this, yes. or you've been you rented no, one? No, no, we purchased it. Wow. So we've this been is shooting, the first camera you guys have purchased yeah. since you guys have been together. Yeah. So we've been we've been shooting medium format for a while, but the the camera we had was just outdated, and we needed to get a new one. So we decided to get the best we can get right now. And so that'll last us the longest period of time between having to upgrade again. 
Um, so yeah, it's it's not cheap, but the image quality is incredible, and the workflow is incredible. Um, it's just awesome. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. Um, and what's the name of the camera? It's a Phase One. It's the XF body with a um, IQ one hundred back. I don't know what any of that means. That's but okay. Is it by Canon? Nope. Phase One. <laughs> by Phase One. <laughs> I know. You I, are. I, I know that was a joke. Just cut it if you don't think it was good. I loved it. It's a great joke. Bunch of jerks. <laughs> Why don't you tell I was trying to say that I know that cameras are Canon, and that's about the extent. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell us about your week? Okay. My week consisted of um, really just a lot of Veep watching. <laughs> I've been like gang running Veep, um, and I've watched the entire series in the last week and a half. Uh, so uh, if you haven't watched that show, it's it's really great. I mean, the... It's it's very it's vulgar and it's irreverent and it's um, all the things that you come to expect out of a, a sitcom that's going to be on HBO. But um, but the writing is is killer. It's uh, creative. It's fun. It's like if there's an antithesis to the West Wing, <laughs> it's like that. It's the opposite scale of the West Wing. Um, but that, so we've been watching that show and then I've been doing a lot of design work. Um, that thread continues to go and I finally finished up my studio. You guys can't see it. You guys always see what's behind me, which has been kind of set up since we've been here. But, um, everything that you guys don't see, it's usually just been blank and all the artwork's been on the floor. It's all hung up. All of the stuff I have shelves up now with my toys on it and stuff from like Alex Deliani, Deliani, from Alex Delianis and Kevin Eastman. Kevin Eastman, Gary Hamm, uh, Huck G, Adam Grayson, uh, Humble Brand, Aaron Draplin. I love all that, that stuff. you're look. You're talking to us, and you're looking, and you're like pointing as you go down the line. Yeah, so I'm just my my wall of inspiration. My Jason Freeney is right there too. Um, so like, I just have this wall now that's in front of me, which is really cool. Before it has all just been behind me, and if I wanted to be inspired, I had to look at the video. You know how much money Luke spent on that camera? You've spent on frames <laughs> to go on that wall. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> so um, yeah, to each their own, right? So, um, but uh, yeah, so it's just been a lot of that. I I did pick up the. Um, um, finally picked up the Ecto-1 uh, Lego set, which I know you talked about, nice. gosh, probably a year and a half ago. It's so good. On the it's podcast. a fun thing to put together, isn't it? You know, it was a pain in the butt to put it's together. It's fun, though. Because it was part of the Lego Ideas right. uh, template, so they didn't have the same format. Yeah. The bags weren't numbered, right. so you just had to open these six bags and dump it all in a pile. And each proton pack you had to assemble had like seven pieces that were microscopic. I cut my thumb yeah. <laughs> putting it together. It, it was kind of a nightmare. It took me just as long to put that little Ecto-1 together as it did to put the um, the, X, the X-Wing together. Why don't you wait until you get the firehouse? I, it, the firehouse took me a good 12 hours to put together. The firehouse. The firehouse. <laughs> <laughs> the firehouse took... Um, yeah, so the firehouse that is on my list, I want it. I saw it in person because there's a Lego store not far from here, um, and I saw it in person. It's pretty cool. Oh, I did. I got an iPad Pro too. Oh, um, yeah, for work, which I've been I've been playing with and been learning how What's to. What's your favorite it's, app so far? Um, the Pokemon trading card app. <laughs> Such a dork. <laughs> no, it's that's really not it. I like Adobe Vector or Adobe Illustrator. Have Their you Vector, tried Sketch? Adobe Sketch. Not yet. You should try it. The pencil yeah. feel is incredible. The pencil feel inside of the notes app. Well, yeah, um, but is just great the too. sketch, like just the amount of like the shading and stuff you can do, is just it's insane. 
it's it's great. So anyway, uh, been a pr- pretty productive week. So Patrick, finish us up. Yeah, absolutely. So two quick things. Um, one is that I've been trying to get back to. Uh, okay, so I I was uh, fat, and then I lost uh, 105 pounds. And then I got married, and then I got fat again because that's the way the world works. That's the and way the cycle is get eaten. Wait yeah. until you get the fire hose. <laughs> Wait until you get the fire hose. So <laughs> I have decided to take drastic measures, and I am now drinking. surgery. I am on an entirely liquid diet. And listen, let me go and say people are gonna they're gonna tweet at me and tell me how dumb this is, and they're gonna slack me, and I just don't even freaking care. People also, die tweet, from bear attacks, and they die from cancer, and they die from bees, and so and I think I can survive drinking just Soylent. So I am drinking Soylent. It comes in this beautifully stark white, plain, neutral <laughs> bottle. I feel like I live in some dystopian future where I have like a barcode on my neck, and everything is uniform. That's how I feel every morning when I take this bottle out of the fridge, but I don't care. It tastes like if you had a bowl of frosted mini wheats, but they didn't have any frosting on them, so they're just mini wheats, and they sat in the bowl for 30 minutes, but then you took them out of the bowl, and then you drink whatever was left over. That's what Soylent tastes like, so it's not all bad. That's Way actually not terrible. It, it sounds it. just really neutral. It's it's very neutral, slightly gritty, not much. What color is Mainly it? neutral. But it's kind no, of a it's, creamy, it's, cream, creamy white. It's like a white, yeah. The, the bizarre thing is you don't have to refrigerate it if you don't want to. I do, so it's a little. It's odd drinking a white, if, if it can milkish hold, liquid. That's like I don't think it's a real liquid. It's <laughs> potentially well, it's algae and soy. It's like it's. I'll tell you what's in it. It's um, isn't this amazing? Isn't this like blowing your mind right now? Yeah. So this oh is yeah, the, totally blowing my mind. This All is I'm the, thinking about is the Maple Street Biscuit Company. <laughs> it is soy protein. Um, I, I think it says algae oil, something. Um, vitamins and minerals and something else I can't pronounce. It sounds like Isomoth- you're going to throw up just saying what's in it. Yeah, you, you couldn't even get through <laughs> describing it without gagging. <laughs> but here's the thing. I can have five of these a day, but I told you I'm trying to lose weight. So I'm only having four a day. Mm. Imagine what so, would happen if um, you had three a day. Well, today was actually a three day because I Ooh. forgot one. And uh, and then what I'm doing is uh, on the ones that if if I don't do you ever heat them up if you want a warm meal? Huh? Do you ever heat them up if you want a warm meal? I have two hot meals and one cold <laughs> meal every day. Um, <laughs> no, like I, you can. It, Honestly, it's a great base for um, like if you want to put like a banana and peanut butter in it, it works fine. Do you so the point them is, for it's, like it's, ice cream smoothies. Yeah, it just makes them with ice cream. There you go. It's great. What could so, you use it as an ice cream substitute for a smoothie? Like put some Oreos in it. <laughs> <laughs> Oreos are vegan. So anyway, it's it's Soylent. It's this crazy attempt to lose some weight, but it's also an experiment. I've heard about it before, and I've always been interested in what the product would be like. Uh, Soylent before was a powder. It was apparently a worse taste. This is 2.0. This is the liquid, and honestly, it's very neutral. I, I don't hate it at all. It's no problem drinking it. It is have very you, convenient. Have you stopped 2.0ing since you started, <laughs> <laughs> or are you no. 2.0ing more? It's probably like a 3.5 yeah. right now. Well, so I did. <laughs> I did a combination of stopping drinking and starting this, mm. and uh, I actually am now d- doing some solid 2.0s for the first time in a while. So. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, so so how much does it cost to do this and how much have you lost? 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm not weighing myself because I'm terrified to know how much I did actually gain. Oh, so okay. ask me next Monday because I, I will weigh myself, or next Tuesday, I will weigh myself before then and, and let you know. Um, I know what but I was at before I started. Tell us how much you no, lost. no, I, I know what I was at before I started. Can so I, it's good. Can I give you an assignment by, by for next week? What's that? Can you watch the yes, movie Soylent Green? Okay, sure. All right, I'll do it. it. And, Just that. And then. As far as price, it's actually depending on what you do. If you do the subscription or not, it's only two forty two dollars forty two cents a bottle. So if I'm having four bottles a day, it's under ten dollars that I'm I'm spending a day That's on food, math. which is you're from it's Georgia. Less, That's no, no, math. it's it's less than actually <laughs> buying food. I mean, yeah. I was spending like fifteen a meal. So Kenzie and I are saving money. I'm hopefully uh, saving is some she calories doing it too. No, no, no. She's actually still buying real food. Oh. So she's just wasting half of it. <laughs> she still cooks for two. She's, well, yeah, I mean, it's really hard to buy food for one, so she's just... She just has a it's actually waste. more expensive. So no, it's <laughs> funny. She cooked tonight, and I saw her leftovers. She probably has enough for the next three days. So She did it. Nice. So I'll just throw it. I'll clean out the fridge in a month, and well, I'll find it. You left it, away, it out, so, so it's going to just go bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was going to talk about Money Monster, but I feel like I just used up all my time. Oh, I want to hear about Money Monster. I feel like you did great, man. I, uh, this is this is gold podcasting. <laughs> we'll talk yeah, about Money Monster so, next week. When is yeah, that okay. relevant? I saw the movie Money Monster. Uh, see it if you want to see it. It, it. It's not great. It's also not bad. Mackenzie enjoyed it. I was met on the experience, but I didn't regret it. I can talk about it more in depth Hey, it's next two hours week. of looking at George Clooney. That's not bad. Also, hey, you know what we could do? Oh, open this conversation up on the Slack line, and if you want to hear about Patrick's thoughts about the movie, just join us on Slack. Yeah, go see Money Monster, and then hit me up on Slack. Say something, uh, you know, mildly offensive about the film, or, or, you know, no, just hop on there and say something like real subtle that would let him know that you're talking about. It. Be like, Patrick, I also saw Money Monster too. That's not subtle. Yeah, and then there's a conversation. Yeah. So it's anyway, it was. It was a film. It could have been better. So let's just go ahead and jump into uh, Master Categories. Slappies, Pepper, Pepper Chits. <laughs> Every week we talk about our Master Categories, which are the categories we drew the week before on the show. And last week we had Jay Ratner, and he drew our tokens for us. Uh, so, Patrick, what did he draw for you? Art and design. Cool. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I didn't know if you were going to do the whole like switcheroo. Like, so Luke, why don't you start talking? I would never do that. All right, nah, so for this week, I had- nope. <laughs> it's too late. So yeah, so art and design. So I, you know, I have a couple Slack channels that I follow. It's honestly, it's it's becoming way too many. I'm going to delete them all and only follow M of One. But until that happens, I don't think I your work I, would appreciate that. Yeah, I saw a conversation uh, kind of take place this past week. It was uh, two people talking about. Um, kind of doing portfolio building work. And I thought it was very interesting. I've heard the conversation before, and I wanted to bring it onto the show and uh, and maybe discuss it, get some opinions. And we have some opinions from the Slack line. So it is a very common practice. Um, and you see this a lot with um, kind of the inspirational posts, like as an illustrator, as a designer. And, and you see this a lot if you're browsing Dribble, whatever, for people to do UI, UX redesigns of popular brands. And these are people not associated with the brand. So I know I saw, uh, you know, and I say I just saw it. There's a thousand of them. It feels like every week. But I just saw a, a really decent Spotify rebrand this past week. Um, but again, it's it's a way for people to, um, I guess, fill out their portfolio using something that is existing, is already well-established, and, and hopefully has very clear 
brand guidelines. Can I ask um, a clarifying now, question? When you say UI sure. UX, do you mean like that person is redesigning like what that what that browser is or what that um, application page looks like? Yeah, the experience. Okay. So yeah, it's not exactly, like a rebrand exactly. of the logo. It's just the sometimes. Okay, sometimes, but I would say normally it's normally. It is more of the, yeah, the navigation through, like, so for in the case of Spotify, like, what does the actual app experience look like? What does the landing page of the website look like? It could even be like, uh, what is the process of moving someone, like, through sign up to the app? Something like that. If you were to do a um, an iTunes rebrand, which God knows it needs one, then it would be like, it could be layouts for all the different panels and, and what does an episode look like? What does a play, you know whatever so a player look like anyway so and, and again these pop up all the time anybody that subscribes to inspirational kind of like the design inspiration those type of like blogs and stuff they, they see just a whole host of these every week and some are good some are bad but the right. conversation that was had and so what spurred this there was a conversation about the amount of hours that people put into this that could be spent um, because you're doing something that's not paid that could be spent potentially doing work for, um, you know, maybe an organization that can't afford that level of design typically. So it could be a nonprofit. It could be whatever. But in that case, rather than uh, taking from a brand that has already been established, potentially you have the opportunity to instead invest effort in actually establishing a brand. And the argument being that potentially that is more beneficial because it shows that you're able to... think through a more complex set of circumstances, situations, whatever. So that's mm. the way I saw the art. And then the other part of this too is that it is a lot of it tends to be um, and I see a lot of it on the development side. I see a lot of these mock-ups about, hey, here's this really cool thing, but from a dev standpoint and from a compatibility standpoint, it's not actually a practical thing to do. And that tends to be the other issue with some of the design inspiration is that it isn't actually practical in in actual um, in use. I guess I couldn't think of the other word. Um, so that that would be two of the two of the potential complaints right off. So. Um, I'd be interested to hear y'all's thoughts, and then I'm going to share some of the uh, slackline thoughts. So, <clears throat> so the que- so the core question is state it plainly. The core question. So, freelance designers doing mock UI UX redesign for you know big companies, um, and it can be as a way of learning, portfolio building, whatever. Throw on dribble. Is that a waste of time, or is that worthwhile? Both um, for the designer and for the person viewing it. So I would say it's so okay. So there's two sides of that, right? So the the person doing it is not a waste of time. I I am very much of the uh, of the feeling that um, you know practice makes better. <laughs> you know, practice doesn't make perfect, but um, certainly getting designing for the sphere that you want to design um, is not a bad thing. In fact, every guest that we've talked to in the last several several weeks months has said do more stuff um do stuff that you're not getting paid for tons of our guests have said that they have gotten the dream jobs by doing work for those dream jobs before they got paid to do work for those dream jobs so certainly if you want to work for starbucks or you want to work for spotify or you want to work for whoever 
why does it hurt if while you're practicing you want to toss their logo in and if it's a product that you care about you know that's i don't think that's a bad thing and then from people viewing it um the only concern that i would have with people viewing it and it's a concern i have for myself it gets the the waters get a little muddy if you don't clearly specify that this is a a personal project and not a professional client because there's sometimes you look at this stuff and you see a person and it gives it a um, an unfair or really just a, a dishonest inflation of what their abilities are or of their client list or whatever. Um, you just have to be really careful. But other than that, uh, I don't think it's a problem at all. Sure. Yeah, I I agree with what Andrew said. I, I think that you do the work that you want to – you do the work for free that you want to get paid for eventually. So you, if you want to work for Spotify or Starbucks or whoever, you do the work that pertains to that brand because if you want to work for that brand, they need to see that you can do stuff that pertains to them. Um, the argument that you could spend that energy doing something that would benefit another company more, why I see that and, and why I, I can see that argument um, I don't know if the whole point is for you to gain exposure and have a company that you want to work for see your stuff. I don't see how that helps um, because a lot of times, unless it's a similar company or similar product, it's not going to be in line with what you want to do. I think the idea, though, Luke, <clears throat> is that people saying that are saying that people should be more philanthropic and more... Um, more open to sharing their design with people who like Starbucks and Spotify and these companies can afford good designers to do stuff. Sure. So why waste your time with that when you could be helping this nonprofit do, you know, take it their take their design stuff to the next level and make more money. I think it gets to a, a philanthropic question, right, Patrick? Is that really well, what you're so it's part it, certainly it's partly philanthropic, right? But the other part of it is that it, you know, if I'm I don't know necessarily a full picture of what Spotify is trying to accomplish and what information they have. I don't have their user data. I don't necessarily know all of their end goals that they're trying to hit with, with, uh, in what would kind of inspire their end design. Okay. I can guess at a lot of that stuff, certainly, but I, yeah, I don't have a, a full picture. Being a user of it. Sure. But if I have to work with a company down the street, then, then I have to establish those things. I have to, I have to, establish a problem so that I can solve it. And so potentially there's there's an added level of complexity there because maybe it's not established and I have to be the one that establishes that. So it is, I think it's partly philanthropic, but I think it's partly to say that if you believe you really have the chops that you could go work for a huge company like this, then maybe prove it on a smaller scale. But my hmm. argument okay. is interesting. that doesn't translate one for one. <clears throat> the smaller scale doesn't necessarily you're not solving the same problems or you're not you're not even maybe even similar in the design aspect that you would be working for that other company that you're trying to emulate or do things for that's the other side Certainly. of the argument Certainly. And, and I would say this too. I think there's something to be said for the client artist relationship. I mean, the benefit of working on something that's just completely fake <laughs> and like, you know, whatever, you don't have to worry about a the client disagreeing or not liking yeah, something because you're not working for a client. Right. You're just doing whatever you feel like doing. Yep. So I, I think the 
that lack of limitation is probably something that's going to be preferable in a lot in a, in a lot of instances. Sure. Um, so from the slack line, uh, Jared uh, Mariama, who man, he keeps popping up. This guy, he's so active. I just love this guy. Um, his uh, feedback on it always worthwhile. It's like a designer fan art. As long as you're explicit that it was not a job, Andrew. That's what you were saying. And make sure your approach is better than the original, or it could have the opposite effect. Mm. Um, which that's is a, interesting. Yes, it's <laughs> it's. Uh, I think I heard it said like, if you're racing, like if you're racing motor motocross, and you're gonna wear like all pink, you better be the best person in the field. Um, <laughs> then the other thing is, this is from I am Ridicus. Um, he says. Um, he said he'd throw his hat in the camp of it's okay to give it a go to stay sharp and, and um, kind of be better yourself in the process. Um, as far as posting it to your website or dribble, I'd be sure to state that it's personal development execution. So again, that, you know, it's not an actual job. Um, explain your excitement for the property or brand and speak to the changes made in light of how it looks or would look in, in care of your hands. So don't just mm. like make the design and throw it out there. But expand on that. Talk about you know why this gets you pumped. How the approach you took, why you took the approach, and how you would continue to what problems you were solving. Yes. Yeah. So um, maybe an added level of context, and and again, that would be a way to demonstrate some level of problem solving beyond this looks shinier or this looks prettier or I move these buttons to another side of the screen. So you know, actually defend some of the work you've done. So. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's a uh, you know, I'm going to say that I I do see both sides of it. I genuinely do. And and I and I don't know that it's I don't think it's cut or dried one way or the other. I I don't think you should say, "Oh, it's all bad and you should go away from it." I also don't think necessarily it, it's the always the best way to approach development. Uh yeah. certainly there's merits both sides, but chime in yeah. on the Slack line, uh tweet at us if you have like a just a really hugely strong opinion and you're not budging. Oh, we want to hear from you because I would love to argue. So yep. throw Patrick it at us. Patrick literally sure. loves arguing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's my like favorite. It's one of his favorite things. So anyway, um, Andrew. It's not I've, a good argument if he's not crawling up on top of a chair. <laughs> <laughs> it will happen, but it takes me a minute to get there. So Andrew. Yes. Go ahead, man. Why don't you take it? Sure. I'm going to talk about my master category. Which is? Uh, toys and games? Yeah. Cool. Oh man. Okay. Good. As long as Luke didn't say no, you were in the clear. I'm glad that that worked out. Um no, so I got toys and games and uh this was a sad week for me in terms of toys and games. Um so I've talked about on the on the podcast before as my master category actually uh Disney Infinity and like the different um iterations and the different stages that it's gone through and the different, you know, places that have come out. They just did, you know, their most recent um largest reveal was the Star Wars uh, universe, and they've done a ton of really cool figures for, for Star Wars. Um, but the the news broke uh, just a couple of days ago that Disney Infinity, as of June, is officially canceled. Um, no further development is being made. In fact, there were some figures who were, and figures and play sets and things that were already in, like, pre-development or development. I don't know what pre-development is. They're, they were in development. Um, Those are just phone calls, I think. Oh, um, that uh, were canceled as well. So, um, so Peter Pan was going to be a figure. No longer is happening, uh, and that was like one of the fan. You know, the fans wanted it. I think uh, Ariel, I believe, was going to be a figure as well. Uh, and then they were going to do 
um, actually Disney Infinity 4.0, which that may or may not have been the actual like final title, um, was gonna was in works as well, and that's been canned as well. So the final figures um, will come out. Um, I believe it's May 28th. Don't quote me on that, but I believe it's somewhere around there. The end of May, the final figures will come out, and who will see the very final ones will be Nemo and Dory, and we'll get like a Finding Dory play set that will come alongside that. And then the Mad Hatter, Alice, and Time, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen's mm-hmm. uh, uh, character from the new Alice uh, film, those will come out as well, and that'll be it. So um, no further development, no more characters. There was gonna, there was gonna obviously going to be a Rogue One yeah. whole, you know, uh, rollout of characters. No more. We won't see any First Order Stormtroopers, which I was really hoping to get a First Order Stormtrooper at some point along the way. Um, they're in-game characters, but you, they don't have figures for them. So they've created this universe of characters, and, and there's a ton. I mean, there are a ton of them, and uh, they're just great. The sculpts are great. The paint jobs, 99% of the time, are fantastic. Um, the gameplay was always a little off for me. It was always a little glitchy. It never ran totally smooth, which... You know, go figure. It 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 didn't succeed, um, but the reason that they stopped was for money. Um, they were hemorrhaging some money, and uh, so they just cut their losses on it. Uh, and, and in fact, they've gone on record as saying that Disney is no longer in like the video game sphere. Like this, I don't think Disney Interactive has shut down. Um, I didn't read it up enough on that piece of it, but uh, they're no longer going to be in the in the world of of doing. Uh, there's lots of people lost their jobs in the last week um, because of this. And so it was a sad day for Disney Infinity and Disney Infinity fans. Uh, the blood runs deep and, uh, and you know, but uh, hopefully new and, and greater things are on the horizon. So I, what I would want to know is from our community and from you guys. So this is one of the, another one of those platform games where they're figure based. Mm-hmm. Um, they are now... I believe three other ones besides Disney Infinity. There's Skylanders, which was kind of like the precursor to all of this stuff. Yep. Um, maybe there are four others. Skylanders, there is Disney Amiibo, or Disney, Nintendo Amiibo, mm-hmm. and then there's the new... Lego like, Dimensions. Yeah, Lego Dimensions, and then there is the new um, uh, one that's getting ready to come out, or it just came out. The um, Oh, gosh, I'm totally blanking. It's the Outworlders... Something like that. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I don't know what it's called. It's going to be a new figure, figure-based figure platform. Do we feel like the figure-based platform is a thing that's going to continue, or is that going to shift? It, I, well, so I think that all depends on how, how many people buy it, right? Like the reason that Disney Infinity is ending because people just didn't support it monetarily. Um, and, you know, there's an argument. Do you think it's because they overproduced? No. Well, yeah, I think they were just like, greedy and just wanted to they put a whole bunch of stuff out and just too much for people to keep up with and some of them were weak some characters were weak it was just based on stuff rolling out for them i think and so they're putting characters to kind of match up with that that people didn't really care about but i think the biggest problem was the gameplay was just really terrible um so we had just it's a little annoying because we had just picked up the boys the disney infinity star wars set um yeah and it's cool, but the gameplay was is really bad. Um, it's just it's really boring. No, you know, no matter who you pick, it's the same thing, um, just a different shell. And so I think that the was, mechanics are pretty. The mechanics are pretty. Yeah, 
uniform. Meh. Yeah. Yeah. They're just not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you think that, that Lego Dimensions has a, a better chance of, succe- of succeeding? I don't think so. I think it's just the same thing. It's um, It'll be really, I think, I don't know what. Um, I don't know if there's a solution. I know Skylanders has been doing it the longest, and their games are. At, I so I haven't played. I haven't played Dimensions. I'll say that. But I played Infinity and I played Skylanders, and the Skylander games far exceed the Disney Infinity game. Like they're just. It's mm. a better game. It's an actual game met with this platform this character so the, the platform thing. yeah the platform supports the game not the other way around the game supports the platform so that's what well yeah that's yeah, yeah. that's yeah uh, okay so yeah i don't i don't know about how these other ones work i think there's some people that are getting into the game late and we'll see how they they fare um i think this stuff is on is on its way down and just sheer like space you know, when I found out that this other thing was coming out, I was at GameStop and the guy told me about it. And um, I was just practically speaking, where are they going to go in the stores? Right. They take up so much room for these figures, um, and I guess it'll go where Disney Infinity was. Well, it, <laughs> but uh, and it's it's hard because as more companies keep coming out, they're actually killing the market for each other because. Yeah. When it was just Skylanders, it got huge because that was the one thing. And then Amiibo came, and it was Nintendo, so it was that inherent like love, so people had to get it. But then once everybody else started jumping on, it was like you know parents and people are, are just like we can't buy all of them, so you pick one. Yeah. You know that's what we did in our family. They had Skylanders, we got the Infinity because it was on sale. Now that's going away. We're not going to get another platform like that. It's just it's too much. You can't you can't yeah. do all of it. And so that's when, you know, you have these people picking camps. And so nobody's winning because each person's getting a smaller share of the market. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think this, uh, the Nintendo Amiibos have done a really good job of integrating the Amiibo characters into right. the gameplay. Right. Nintendo hasn't. Nintendo is a game first company. This is a platform that they are using to support those right. games. Yeah, and that's the difference. As opposed to the other way around. Yep. Disney is a merchandise company right. and they created a game to coincide with this merchandise. I think maybe we see the difference right. between And those. I think they're smart for getting out. I think they're seeing it's not working and they're not trying to just make it happen. They're just yep. they're getting out and doing what they're good at. I agree. All right. So um, let us know what you think. I know that a couple of you are sad. I know Jared was dropping some some sad news on uh, on the old Facebook and Slack line and everything about about being sad about it, um, but obviously he's very tied to Disney, so that makes sense. Um, and so I, they they were also this is just like a side note. They were also had in plans to do like ten or twelve inch like collector figures of some of the figures, and those have been canceled too. So I feel like those sculpts could take on. They could just do, uh, you know, little statuettes and just sell those for ten to twelve bucks, whatever they are. Don't do them with a the game. Just continue to put them out with each movie. I would still buy those figures <laughs> because they're awesome. All right, so um, Luke, I think you're the last one to close this out. I am. Um, this week I had TV and film, and I'm going to talk about a show I started watching on Amazon Prime. Um, it's a show called Mad Dogs. Have either of you watched it yet? No. I heard about it. Okay, so this show uh, came out in January of this year. It's based on um, a UK series of the same name. Um, 
and it's about uh, these four friends that travel to visit their friend in Belize. Um, and then things take a turn. Um, and, and that's kind of it. The first, it, it all gets laid out in the first episode of the season. Um, but man, it is good. It's, um, it, it has some, um, really like gritty stuff in it and it's really graphic. Like at the very first episode, there's a lot of unexpected, just like, wow, that got really crazy, really dark. Um, but then it goes into this whole, the whole season is just how these guys move on from, you know, whatever happens in the first episode and just, um, you explore more of their background and their lives and their world and how they're dealing with this situation. There's funny parts, there's endearing parts, there's action in it. Um, it's really good. It, it stars, um, Ben Chaplin, who was um, also in the UK version, Michael Imperioli, uh, Romany Malco, and Steve Zahn are the main four characters. And then there's... Um, uh, I love Steve Zahn. Yeah, there's a handful of other characters. Billy Zane is in it, too. Um, it's just... Can it, Billy? <laughs> it's really good. Um, but it's it's gritty, and it's, um, it's definitely, uh, like viewer discretion advised for some parts um but it's 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 shot very well and so um the end of the season leaves a couple things on on um a couple loose ends and season two is not happening so they've they've come out and said it um season two of mad dogs won't happen because um differences in from producers and writers on where the second season would go um, and so they're just they're just not doing it. That's stupid. Yeah. So it's it's really um, really sad. But th- that doesn't mean don't watch the first season. This first season is is super great, and it's just a good um, it's just a good watch. It's ten episodes, um, and it's it's good. So it's on All right. uh, Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, check it out. I. You know, I got through it in two days. So, Well, if that's it for your master category, then that's it for all of our master categories, which means that's it for this episode. Before we leave, though, we have a special contest that we are doing this month to win a fantastic prize. And I'm going to let Patrick tell you about it. That's right, guys. So we're, we are in uh, the M of One Disney month, uh, the month of Mouse. And we have a great contest, a chance for you to win a print from Mr. Jared. Mariama. So Jared has a super cool print. Andrew's holding it up right now. I just can't believe my eyes. It's incredible. I know. It's and sweet. It's the Star he, Wars print. Yeah. And here's what here's I've what you do to win anything it. Like that. Yeah. So <laughs> here's here's what you do. You need to illustrate. And I say illustrate. It can be it, it can be digital. It can be pencil and paper. You could do it with CSS. I don't care how you, can get you a do tattoo it. Tattoo on your face. You can do a toy, whatever, but this needs to be. (laughs) Oh, well, there's that. (laughs) This needs to be a Star Wars Mickey mashup. Yep. Okay. So it needs to be, it's Star Wars themed, but it must include the mouse in some form. Yeah. And, uh, it doesn't have to be light side. That's right. Whatever you want to do. this, But any medium is fine. But what you need to do is you need to follow us on Instagram. That's at M of One Podcast. You need to post the image. And, um, you know, we would love to see progress shots along the way. But you need to post the image. 
It's a, it's a Mickey Star Wars mashup, and you need to hashtag May the Mouse Be With You. Boom. I, I know it's kind of long, but you can spell. You'll be fine. So <laughs> hashtag May the Mouse Be With You at M of One Podcast. Follow us. Post that. We're going to pick our favorite, and we will announce it uh, by the end of this month. Yeah. So that that does not give you a lot of time. Today's the 17th, so it gives right. you about, about two weeks um, to get something out, and then we'll get it shipped out to you. So, yeah, it, and this is just to be clear too. This this print is directly from Jared himself when he went and did when he did the release of this last week um, or two weeks ago at uh, at Wonderground Gallery in Anaheim. He released this print and then brought one home with him, signed it for you, and shipped it to me. So it's uh, it's here, ready to go, um, hand signed by Mister. Beautiful photocopy yeah. of it. You will get a great <laughs> photocopy of me holding it. I'll sign it. I'll sign the photocopy. It's it's great. So um, hashtag made it great. Yeah. Hashtag made the house mouse be with you. Um, and then <laughs> <laughs> may the house mouse be with Next you. Next month we'll do a poker tournament. May the house be with you. <laughs> yeah, may the mouse be with you. And then also while you're at it, go ahead and uh, subscribe on iTunes. Rate and review us. Rate and reviews do a lot for us. It's huge. That is very beneficial. It takes you. 30 seconds, click the five stars, say something nice. Um, it really, really, really does a lot for us. So if you're new to the show, if you've just started picking it up, if you've been enjoying what you've been hearing, please, please, please take the time to rate and review. This is the only time you'll hear me beg. Uh, and, of course, don't forget to join the Slack line. Uh, hit our Instagram, at M1Podcast. Uh, there's a link in the profile to get to the Slack line also. Um, we will be adding that link will be in our show notes this week. We'll get it added to the website as well by the end of the week. But um, yeah, check us out. Yeah, we also have other social media. There is M of One Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, LO, and Facebook. Just search that. Um, M of One Podcast.com for all that other stuff. Show notes with links to all the stuff we talked about. And you can also find us on our personal social media. Luke? Yes. You have one. I do. It is Luke Gall on Instagram and Twitter. And Patrick? The Great Pats be on Instagram. That's with two A's. And I'm at Andrew Sale with threes instead of E's on all the different platforms. Guys, stay tuned for an incredible episode this this Friday. You do not want to miss as we continue our magical world of Disney. Um, we have a fantastic guest who was an actual animator for Disney on some films that will blow your mind. He tells some great stories. So uh, stay tuned for that. Guys, we're out of here. I'm Andrew. I'm Patrick. I'm still Luke. Peace out. Bye. Hold on to your butts.
the master category section of every episode is where we have drawn categories. Okay. I farted. Where's the bathroom? <laughs> Where's the token? <laughs> Did you say I farted? Where's the bathroom? I didn't mean to. <laughs> Shut up. You make the